This is Still Talking Black, a show about giving awareness and perspectives to issues that minorities face every day. I'm your host, Richard Dodds. So, as we get closer to the end of the first season, I just wanted to come on and first of all say thank you to everyone that's listened, to all of the people that's reached out to me and given me words of encouragement. I just really appreciate everything that each and every one of you've done, even if you've just listened. Even if this is your first episode of listening, I just wanted to say thank you. Today, I really just kind of wanted to talk about the why. Why did I start Still Talking Black? Why, why do it in a podcast form? Why me? And why it's important. If you've listened to pretty much any of the episodes, I, I talk about it frequently. The day that I felt like things needed to change was when George Floyd was murdered. For the first time in my life, I felt like it was no longer okay for me to be silent and that it was time for me to take a stance in whatever way that meant. It was time for me to do something. The thing I decided to do was to use my voice. I felt like I had a unique perspective because of all the people that I know and all of the experiences that I had. It all started with a speech. Is it because I'm black? If you listen to the first episode, I say the whole speech, or if you look on social media, it's there. But the breakdown of the speech is it used to be funny when I was out with my friends that weren't black. When things would happen, I would joke and say, oh, is it because I'm black? And it was just a big punchline and we would all laugh. And the world got to a point where it was no longer funny to laugh at that question because that question went from being a joke and a hypothetical to being something that was seriously the case sometimes. Was I getting treated differently because I'm black? All of the weight that we as black people carry every day just started really weighing on my shoulders. And it was just really too much for me to bear. So I really wanted to share my emotions and my feelings with my diverse group of friends and let them know how I'm feeling and kind of be a mouthpiece of people that think like me. So in thinking of the podcast, the reason that I really wanted to start the podcast was not only to be a social media activist, but to also learn more about my community because Growing up neutral is something that I say a lot. It's not that I didn't know that things were going on in the world, but I think a lot of times we get complicit in things that are going on around the world that don't affect us directly. If our world is good, then everybody else's world must be good. As we know, that is not the case. While planning Still Talking Black, I was on a friend of mine's podcast, Not Your Enemy Speak Out Session, with Shannon Reynolds and Jared L. White. And I had the opportunity to speak. And one of the things that they ask is, from a creative standpoint, how has the world and its current state been on my mental, more or less? They said it a lot more eloquently than I just did. But And one of the things that I said is that after George Floyd was murdered, I felt like it was necessary for me to speak out in a way that I had never spoke out before. Because I have such a unique experience on life just because of I've been around so many different people, so many different religions, and I just felt like I had a unique perspective. So I wanted to share my perspective because there are so many times that 
people aren't being rude, but they just don't understand that people's circumstances are different than other people's. The example that I gave is that as a black person, we carry all kinds of weight. And the example that I gave was that I was at my nine to five and I was talking to two of my white coworkers and we were talking about racial inequality and that if we both left here at the same time and you guys got pulled over, that you would be mad because you don't want to get a ticket. You would be worried about what's going on. You don't know why they pulled you over. I said, on the other hand, the weight that I care as a black man is that I have to worry whether or not I'm going to end up on a hashtag or a t-shirt. And the looks on their faces show me that that's a perspective that they had never had to deal with. And that was just something that they were ignorant to just because it really didn't affect them. It really wasn't a reason for them to have to think about that. But when I put them in a perspective of where I come from and what I have to endure just from my skin being melanated, it gave them a whole new insight on what a lot of us as black people have to go through on a daily basis. A lot of times we don't understand issues unless they affect us. So I have a perspective that my non-black friends don't have. And I felt like it was my duty to share that perspective with other people and help them to at least see and also learn more about my community and start intelligent conversations that hopefully can lead to something more. That was the beginning and the middle of Still Talking Black. After that podcast, I finally got myself together because I really dragged my feet on this. Just I can remember just releasing the first speech as it because I'm black. It was so much worry that I had just because when you put your words out, you're you're making yourself so vulnerable. And I didn't know how people was going to take it. And I didn't know how much of myself to share. So being on their podcast really reinvigorated me to continue on the on the mission, on the purpose that I feel like that I've been the calling that I've been called to is to do this podcast. So from some of the people that I hear from, I see that that purpose is paying off. And I, like I said, I really appreciate hearing from everybody. The reason why I chose the podcast medium was one, because it is something it is something that I have already started doing. I have found some success in another podcast that I had done previous to starting this one. And I saw the kind of connection that you can build just from having a voice and talking to people's ears and being able to have conversation. You know, usually, you know, I get on a mic and it's a one way conversation, but I have so many conversations based off of the stuff that I say with my guests and with my friends and with with fans of the show that it just opens up wonderful dialogue. And I feel like a podcast is an emerging media and it's excellent to be able to have a whole show that I don't, I can produce myself, that I can edit myself. I can do it from the comfort of my home and I don't have to have like a TV contract or a radio contract to be able to do it. So even with the podcast, I always been wanting to move more towards media Because media plays such a large role in our world. And ownership was important to me. So I wanted to make something that I owned and I controlled. So that I would be able to tell my story and be able to help share other people's stories that in typical media back in the back in the day, the way it used to be, it was harder for us to get our voices out. Podcasting is one of the ways that is 
it's easier to get your message out and your voice out. For me, this has never been easy. This is never where I thought I would be sitting and talking about social justice issues. You know, for so long, to be honest, I was really content with just sitting back and focusing on my immediate world and knowing that injustices and other things were happening, but thinking that things were going to get better, especially after Barack Obama was elected president of the United States. I was like, oh, wow, things have changed so much. We have a black man as a president. But so much has changed since those days. And maybe that was the beginning of the end. And that's how we found ourselves here. It got to the point where you couldn't be silent anymore. And now we're at the point where it's not even enough to talk about it. We're getting to the point where action is needed just because there is so much injustice in this world. And if we're quiet, nothing will change. There's way more that I really want to be able to do in the future, but this is my first step. And hopefully it invigorates other people to join me in trying to make this world a better place for all people. I was listening to something the other day, and I and I actually think it came from Waka Flocka Flame, the rapper. And it was crazy. He said that black and white only exist in America. And he says when he travels the world, he could be with his Jewish friend, his 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 Hispanic friend, and his black friends. And when he's overseas, they're not calling them black, and they're not calling his his Jewish friend Jewish or white or any of those things. All of them are just American to other people. So he said it's crazy that when we leave the country, they see us as Americans, but in our own country, we're so div- so divided. A lot of people think that the issues that are happening in the black community is a black community thing, but it really is a people thing. And all of us need to come together in order to fix this thing. That means it is happening inside of our community but it's also happening with allies outside of our community. And some at some point, all of us need to really get together and admit that we have biases and work towards fixing a broken system, or as some people say, to rebuild a system that was never built for us in the first place. It's so important to be able to get other people's voices and be able to hear other people's opinions. It means so much to me, the people that I get to talk to on a weekly and bi-weekly basis, just because it's so much that I learn and I feel so much growth comes from intelligent conversation. I hope that the things that I bring and I present to you, the listener, is really valuable and that you find value and meaning and that it helps you grow in some way. Because I can truly say that I've grown a lot. And even when I've tried to run away from this calling that I have to to do this, I never quite feel comfortable until I'm back at it. And even when I'm trying not to talk about stuff from the show, I always find myself sitting and talking about social justice wherever I go. So this is something that's become a bigger and bigger part of my life. So with all of that said, I still have some big shows that I'm working on for the conclusion of season one. And I have some good stuff that is coming soon. I cannot wait to share it with you. But for right now, that's all that I have. If you like the show, please be sure to rate it on whatever podcasting app that you use. 
And if you find value in it, please share it with someone else that you think will find value in it as well. So again, I would like to thank everyone for listening. Still Talking Black is a Crown Culture LLC production. It's produced by me, Richard Dyes, and our theme music was created by the DJ Blue. You can find the show on Instagram and Facebook at Still Talking Black. And you can find my personal account at Dyesism, and that's D-O-D-D-S-I-S-M. If you are so inclined, you can find out even more information about Still Talking Black at stilltalkingblack.com. But until next time, keep talking.